This is Alita and Crystal and today on Girl We Need to Talk we're going to be discussing Shag which we've been calling the Shag for like 20 years. 20 years. We literally just found out it was called Shag. So if you're looking for the movie make sure you type in Shag not the Shag. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> so this was one of our favorite middle school era movies and I remember watching it at your house mm -hmm. but you watched it somewhere else. I watched it with a good friend Kaylin and I honestly don't know how old we were. Kaylin if you listen to this let me know how old we were <laughs> because I feel like it was younger than middle school when I first watched this movie. I think so too. Like for some reason I'm thinking maybe fifth grade, maybe, maybe even earlier than that for you. Yeah, maybe. I remember watching it maybe around fifth grade. This movie is right up there with Dirty Dancing yes. in my opinion. I mean, I can watch this movie over and over again and I laugh at all of the same places that I laughed at and... Also, like Dirty Dancing, I understand things a little bit more now that yes. I'm older compared to when I was really young watching the movie and the things <laughs> went over my head. <laughs> but it is, it's just the girl group coming of age, one last hurrah, they're in high school, they're graduating, and it's just such a fun... Feel-good movie. Feel-good movie, yeah. And I've got my whole family watching it now. Mm. They all love this movie. Yes. And also, we've discussed this a million times, but I want to learn how to shag. Yes. And I posted that that was on my bucket list at one point. Mm -hmm. And someone commented that they do offer shag lessons in Myrtle Beach. Let's go to Myrtle Beach. Well, Whenever. When, when everything is done, we'll go to Myrtle Beach. <laughs> yes. Because we are currently still in the midst of the stay-at-home order, so... And yeah, guys, this is why we're doing this. Uh, we wanted to provide you with some lighthearted stuff because we are in some stressful times and we just want you to know that we're we're all going through it together and we wanted to provide you with some, some lighthearted content to brighten the mood, lift your spirits maybe just a little bit, and give you some options yeah. to kind of escape for a little while from... From the seriousness of what's going on. Yes, 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 yeah. definitely. So, one day, Myrtle Beach, shag lessons. It's going to happen. And also, didn't the magazine Southern Living do a... They did some kind of article on going to all the spots from shag. What? Yes. I'll have to look it up like on Facebook. Like tickling the back of my brain, yes, but I yeah. can't think of that. We'll share it on our Instagram. Yes. Check out our Instagram, girl underscore we need to talk. We'll share it yes. so you can see it. That is exciting. It is exciting. I may have already known this, but like I. You might have shared it to my page. <laughs> That's how my brain works, guys. <laughs> That's how all our brains it's work. Like, it's like new information all over again. It's like, wow, this is great. <laughs> Oh, man. All okay, right. so to start out with a little bit of basic information about the movie, the director was Zelda Baron, 
That's a woman. Yeah. A woman director in 1989. That is awesome. Very interesting. That is so awesome. Yes. And so the basis of this movie is it's 1963 and it's a summer weekend and four girlfriends make memories that will last forever. It's almost like a last hurrah for Carson who is going to be getting married. But more on this in just a minute. Mm -hmm. So the filming locations for Shag were Florence, South Carolina, Georgetown, South Carolina, and of course Myrtle Beach. So they all filmed in South Carolina. Yeah. That's it. That's awesome Very that they were cool. able to film on location. Yeah. Yeah. Some of the box office information, the budget was $5 million. Opening weekend, it brought in a little over $2 million. And it grossed very, very close to $7 million. And since we were like three at the time that mm -hmm. it was released in 1989, I wonder how it did when it was first released, you know, since we weren't there to witness that. Yeah. But I wonder if it was received well or if it was kind of a flop. True. I wonder that too. And I also wonder, like, how some of the parents... Like, say our parents' age took some of the content, like, where we don't think it's risque in the slightest. Right. I wonder how it was received back then. Because well, it was a little bit of a different time. Yeah, and it was rated PG. Yeah. So, hmm. I just, again, I think of Dirty Dancing. And we will review Dirty Dancing one yes. of these days. Um, that will happen. Yeah. But... I don't know. I guess I was allowed to watch some stuff. <laughs> like, stuff that flew under the radar. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, oh. I'm just thinking, like, in 1989, what, yeah. what they thought. But, yeah. And we were a little sheltered, too, though. Yes. Like, very true. Yeah. We come from a very small town. Yeah. <laughs> in Florida. <laughs> and not South Florida. <laughs> <laughs> so, Okay. Do you want to discuss a little bit about the main characters? Yes. So at the beginning of the movie, which I had completely forgotten, but the credits, the credits show the stars and bars mm -hmm. <laughs> as the shag logo comes onto the screen. It's in the stars and bars flag. And I'm like, whoa, okay. But it is South Carolina. It is South Carolina. So yeah. that makes a little sense, but I'd never caught that before. And so that kind of just... That just made me think, hmm, interesting, yeah. interesting way to open the movie. <laughs> and it opens to Luann. And one of the first things you hear as she's coming down the stairs is, damn, why does every damn thing have to happen when you're in a damn hurry? <laughs> and all she says is, damn, 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 damn. <laughs> so that's our first introduction to Luann. Which I love. Yes. Because it's almost half done, I think, for shock value. Just because she is the senator's daughter. She is the senator's daughter. And you hear her mother say, Luann, you think your daddy can't hear that language? <laughs> <laughs> yes. See, Luann is like the rule follower. Mm -hmm. And she is Senator Clatterbuck's daughter. Mm -hmm. And all that that entails. Yeah, so some of the other quotes, and you start to hear a theme, like kind of a, a repetition. Her mom starts giving her all these rules, and her last rule is, and don't wear dark lipstick, 
And then she says, other than that, have a good time. <laughs> so that's a recurring quote throughout the movie. Other than that, so it usually follows a bunch of rules or requirements. Mm-hmm. And then they say, other than that, have, have a, good a good time. time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Luann goes to pick up Pudge. And Pudge is kind of running away from her mom. Mm -hmm. Um, Her mom is telling her, like, stay on your diet. Don't forget your Metrical. And I guess Metrical was like some kind of dieting. Maybe a diet thing or something. Drug, supplement. Maybe. I don't know. And so Pudge and Luann get on the road. And Luann says, what did your mama say about the trip? (laughs) And Pudge starts like, Make sure to bring some of this pepper relish to mom. I feel like I'm going to quote the whole movie. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like I'm going to quote the whole movie. You won't even have to watch it. You'll just be able to listen to us and and get the whole story. And so we realize that, like, Pudge has been on a diet and Luann makes a comment like, you know, she's there's not going to be anything left because mm-hmm. her mom obviously hasn't noticed her results from her dieting. Very true. And she's kind of known as the bigger one. Mm-hmm. And you guys, it's insane because she is so not. But she looks I think exactly the same like all does. the other girls. She's yeah. completely average, um, yeah. like as far as size goes. But I think during that time, they expected you to have a certain kind of figure and perhaps during adolescence, and she just didn't have that. She kind of struck me as a tomboy a little bit. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, she kind of struck me as a little bit of a tomboy, a little bit not as refined she as her other friends. She didn't fit that Chrissy mold. Like, right, yeah. right. And Annabeth Gish, who played her, I think, if I'm not mistaken, she was on... She was in Mystic Pizza. She was. She played Cat. Right. With Julia Roberts. Mm-hmm. And recently, not like super recent, but I think she was in Pretty Little Liars. <gasps> yeah. She was. She was oh Dr. Ann Sullivan. She was like the psychiatrist or whatever. Right. I had forgotten about yes. that. Yeah. So she, she also played... Julie Nixon Eisenhower in Nixon. Oh, okay, cool. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. So the character Luann, kind of going back to Luann, Senator Clatterbuck's daughter, who was the actress that played her? That was Paige Hannah. Okay. And she played Kate Riley in Fame, the TV show. Mm. I'm not really familiar with a lot of her work. She also played Sally in On the Right Track. Mm -hmm. And she was just a tour guide in Gremlins 2. Oh. And you know, I have a soft spot in my heart for Murder, She Wrote. <laughs> oh, Murder, She Wrote. She actually played in an episode which was called The Sins of Castle Cove. She played Sybil Reed. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yes. But she, she's just had some minor roles. Right. I, mm-hmm. I see that. Yeah. So they go to pick up the third person in the party, the wild child, Malena, mm-hmm. and they show Malena getting ready, and you can hear her father banging on her bedroom door, telling her, you know, you tell them girls to lay off that horn, you're not <laughs> going anywhere, <laughs> not going to no Fort Sumter. He doesn't believe the story, which, <laughs> so, okay, I don't know about you, but I'm like, Typical pastor's daughter. Of course, like, that's actually what I have on here. Course, yeah, I was like, she is a PK. No a offense, preacher's kid. A preacher's kid, and no <laughs> offense to any preacher's kids who were not wild. We understand you're out there. Like we Absolutely. get it, 
But some preacher's kids, man, like, they are just wild. And it's okay. Like, it is it's completely right. fine. So she's in a two-story house. She's leaving out the ladder through her window. And the girls are like, she doesn't know that house has a door. <laughs> she's, it's like, why doesn't her dad take the ladder away? I like, have no idea. Why is it there you in would, the first place? You would think he would start to expect her escaping. Yeah, totally. So, Milena is played by Bridget Fonda. Yes. Who, of course, you know, single white female. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, I think that's her biggest claim to fame. I think so. Yeah. And she was in Lake Placid, too. She was. She mm-hmm. played Kelly Scott in Lake Placid. And, let's see, Sarah in A Simple Plan, Peggy Kellogg in You Can't Hurry Love. You can't hurry love. I've heard of that. Yeah, I don't think I've seen that. I don't but think I've I recognize seen it, but I the recognize, name. Yeah, maybe yeah. from the song. The Those were the ones that I I recognized. Oh, and she played Molly Moho Chapman in the TV series of Twenty One Jump Street. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, never watched that. I think that was a little before. Our yeah, time. I think yeah, so. A little bit before our time, but that's okay. So then they go to pick up Carson. And Carson is played by Phoebe Cates, mm-hmm. who you will know from, I know her from Drop Dead Fred. Yeah, um, She, she played was the Lizzie. main. Yeah, Lizzie and Drop Dead Fred. What else did she play in? Played in Gremlins and Gremlins 2. Kate Berenger. Thank you. Yeah, Kate Berenger. And she was also in Fast Times at Ridgemont yes. High. As Linda Barrett. Linda Barrett. And she was kind of like a, not a tramp in Fast Times at Ridgemont High. I've never seen it. I think she was not, she was definitely not the character that she portrayed in Shag. Like, oh, okay, so it's very, very different. Yeah, very different. You know, and it's it's also, like, supposed to be current. It's the 80s, and she plays a regular high school teenager. Okay. Yeah, so she's not as timid as Carson. But, so the scene opens uh, to Carson, and she's getting her wedding dress fitted, mm-hmm. and her stuffy fiancé named Harley is talking about... He's grabbing about her going off with the girls. He's standing... Or he's sitting behind a curtain. Yeah. While she's getting fitted. Yeah, and he's like, three days is a long time. Because she says, Harley, it's only going to be three days. Well, three days is a long time. <laughs> and uh, he's holding the cat on his lap. I don't think I've ever noticed that. Um, <laughs> Pretty sure he's holding a cat on his lap, and it's just really strange. Strange that he's at the dress fitting. Yeah, it's yeah, that's weird. Yeah, it's it's almost a little bit like you kind of see the controlling. I don't mean that bad, but like I think it's a different dynamic back then, right? Like with the male role, so yeah. So he's upset that she's leaving, but he. Walks her out. She tells him goodbye. The girls are in the car. And they say, Friendship Carson. I'm pretty sure <laughs> Melena says, Friendship Carson. I just always thought that was such a funny line. And so the girls go on on their way to Myrtle Beach. Well, actually, they don't. No. Yeah. They're heading towards Fort Sumter to yeah. Carson's knowledge. And then they miss their turn. And that's when they say that they're going to Myrtle Beach. Yeah. Going to Myrtle Beach to meet boys. What are you doing? <laughs> Again, you don't have to watch the movie. You can just listen to this whole podcast and you'll get the whole thing. Because I'm going to quote everything that's there. We have literally watched this movie religiously since. Yeah. Like fifth grade. I hope you enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> Please give it a watch. <laughs> so something funny that happens in the movie. And spoilers if you've never seen it. Yes. 
you might want to fast forward some parts, but spoilers up ahead. So the fortune that they do while they're on their way to Myrtle Beach. Oh, yeah. She's doing the fortune, and Pudge is picking out her fortune, and the fortune is you'll marry Bullwinkle and have four, three, three or kids. four kids. Yeah. yeah. So that was really funny because later on we'll talk about it, her fortune being Bullwinkle, marrying Bullwinkle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One line that I always picked up on when they're also on their way, she says, at least I won't be an old maid after she gets her fortune about marrying Bullwinkle. And Luann says, if I'm not engaged by the time I'm 20, I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> so was, it re- was that really the sentiment back in the early 60s in the South? I, girl, I don't know. I mean, I'd, do you think so? I'd have been dead like, a long time ago. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, yeah, I didn't get married till later in life, but, and later, I just, like, 20? 20. I know, right? No. Some people, I remember I had a friend who, who swore up and down if she didn't get married by the time she was 24, she was just going to throw herself a big party and give up the whole plan of marriage. Well, and 24. this is, yeah, and this is coming from... We're in our 30s now. Yes. And looking back now, 30 always seemed so old. Old. (laughs) (laughs) Cringe, cringe, cringe. Cringe, cringe. But, you know, looking back, it's like, oh, 24, you're such a baby. Yeah. Like, oh, 20, you're such a baby. Listen, if I had gotten married when I was 20, I'd have been quick divorced. (laughs) It wouldn't have lasted very long. And no offense to anyone who did get married young. We are not, we are not knocking that. No. We are going by our own perspectives from when we were 20. Had we had gotten married, it would have been bad. (laughs) So bad. So please yes. do not take no. any offense at that because that we is not what have, we are talking about. Plenty we actually of friends. have good friends who have who got married literally Super, right out of high school. Yes, and they have they've been Flourished. married now for like twelve years. Yes, yeah. yeah. So it's crazy. It works for some people, but God only knows it wouldn't <laughs> work for me. <laughs> nope. Lord nope, help. Nope. nope. No. So yeah. No offense, guys. Yes. We, yeah, that like like Alita said, we know plenty of people who got married young, and, and it worked. It worked. It worked out for them, and not that it wasn't probably you know like they had to grow. They grew they up did. with their spouse, and they grew together. They grew together. Yeah, so we are all in for that, you know, to each his own, but not for us. <laughs> not at twenty years old. So anyway, no. So on the road trip, like they're on their way to Myrtle Beach, and they get there, and. It's super crowded, and it's super exciting. Like, there's all these people on the road, and I guess they're driving down the main strip. Oh, yeah. And... The Grand Strand of Myrtle Beach. Yeah, Grand Strand Myrtle Beach. But listen, let me tell you, I watch that scene, and I cringe, because I'm thinking, I'd have never made it down the Grand Strand of Myrtle Beach. <laughs> mm I'd have hit a pedestrian. <laughs> But seriously, oh, like, <laughs> it was so crowded. It just it was, gives me the shivers. And I wonder, like, I wonder just thinking about movie making, did they pull people from just tourists that were there to make the movie? Like, how would you have even had that many extras? I, I mean, don't there know. Is there was a ton, a ton of, of people, people in yeah. the streets. ton of people. So I wonder it if they almost, just filmed there. It almost reminds me of how many people you would expect in, like, some of our festivals. Mm-hmm. You know, like, just imagine looking down the street as it's packed with, like, festival people. Mm-hmm. That's what it looks like. 
Yeah. And um, I can't remember if this is where they first meet Buzz and Chip. Mm -hmm. Buzz is your resident bad boy. They, they pull up beside each other. Buzz pulls up to their car. He says hi. Mm-hmm. And he gives like a smoldering he gives look. A little smolder. He's so cute. He is. Who and plays then, Buzz? Oh, okay. It is. I just was looking. Robert Ressler. And what? He played Ron Grady on A Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh. Yeah. And Max in Weird Science. Okay, so he's been in a lot of 80s movies. Yeah. yeah. I think all, the whole cast was in a lot of 80s movies. Yeah. Yeah. Now. Something recently, he was in SWAT as Moretti. Oh, okay. Yeah. I haven't watched SWAT, but if you do watch SWAT, maybe look for an older version of Buzz Ravenel. Yes. I imagine he's still handsome. He is. I've looked at his picture, and I'm Ooh. like, I'd totally go for that. <laughs> I like the older men, for sure. <laughs> I love when they first introduce you to him, too. Chip is just kind of like... He's eating an apple like, hi. He's just along for the ride. He is. Like, he's hanging out the window. Like, he's, I think he's sitting in the window. Yeah, just he's taking like everybody a, in. Yeah, eating an apple just like, hey. So, he asks where they're from. Of course, Luann's like, none of your beeswax. <laughs> Typical that's Luann. That's so queer. That's so queer. And uh, that's what Pudge says. And then um, they stop. Well, then they come back around, and he sprays them with beer. And Melena loves it. She's like, get him! And so she, <laughs> she tries she to press stomp down the, pedal. the gas pedal. And Luann, of course, stops the car and says, now y'all act like you got some upbringing. <laughs> and then she says some stuff, and she says, you can have a good time, but you cannot be wild. <laughs> Ever the rule follower. Ever the rule follower. So then they find, they stop, and we talked about this earlier. Mm -hmm. They stop and they say, they, they see a motel, and they say, oh, that's where Florence Gerald's got pregnant last year. Completely lost on us, like yes. his kids. Oh my gosh. So how did, we're like, how did she get pregnant there? True. Pregnancy takes a long time. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, why are they horrified? Like mm -hmm. that's what I'm thinking. Like they're they're looking at the um the little hotel or motel or whatever and they just look like terrified of it. Yeah. And yeah, completely lost completely on Completely lost head. on us. And it's like, oh, there's this whole thing called conception. <laughs> it's like oh, that's where she conceived the child. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Life lessons learned, for sure. <laughs> oh, man. So they go to their uh, to Luann's father's house, you know, the senator, Senator Cladabuck, and she gives them a ton of rules. You can't sit on the furniture. Don't use the telephone. And daddy's, nobody mess with the bourbon. Yeah, daddy's, daddy's bourbon. bourbon. Strictly off limits. And then here comes, other than that... Have a good time. Yeah, or make yourselves at home. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, yes. other than that. So, say what you will about the movie. It's a lighthearted, it's a fun watch. You know, you're not getting any kind of serious life lessons here. But I love the writing. I think, I don't know, the script had, the person had a good 
idea in mind and they ran with it and I thought it was really good because you catch those little idiosyncrasies yes. throughout the movie. And this is just me, but I absolutely love the dialect through all of it. Yes. Like this the southern South Carolinian Carolina yeah. Car- I think Carolinian. Carolinian? Yeah. Okay, it didn't sound right when you I You guys can let us know in the in yeah. the comments. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I'm going to mispronounce a lot. Oh. Um, but anyways, I love the accents. Like, mm-hmm. they pegged it. It was great. I feel like they did. They did. And, and the dancing, too. The dancing was so good. I know. Like, it seriously is on my bucket list. I want to learn how to shag. It is the coolest thing. It, it, I feel like if you watch the movie, even now, you'll want to learn how to do the yeah, shag. Yeah, it inspires yeah. you to want to learn how to dance like that. Okay, so friend, before we get any further, you want to take a break? Sure. Okay. We're back. So very early on, as they're getting ready, you can kind of tell that like Pudge's heart is dancing. Yeah. She loves to dance. Yeah. But the girls are getting ready and Luann is doing Carson's hair. Which is terrifying. Like it is so frizzy and it is big. so big. It is so big. That girl wore a wig the whole time. She I did. mean she had to wear a wig. From beginning to end. But y'all, this scene, her hair is truly jacked to Jesus. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> so, Luann's doing her hair, it, but it's so cute. It's just the commentary between them, you know? Yeah. Like they're just, oh, it's cute. And I think Melena is reading a magazine. Yeah, and she says something about the girl who they're interviewing and... I think it's like Miss Universe or something. Right. And so at the end of her little, uh, like her going on about this girl, she says, don't you guys think she looks just like Mary Pat Montgomery, some girl that they knew. Mm-hmm. And do you want me to say it? Yeah, you okay, go. So, go ahead. So Pudge runs into the bathroom and she says, Mary Pat Montgomery was the one who told me about boners. <laughs> Again, we are young kids watching this movie, and we're like, okay. Like, I knew somewhat in yeah. the, like, okay, that's that's something with the guy's private parts. <laughs> so she says her cousin dated a Clemson Tiger once, and she had to massage it every night when it got hard because he was in so much pain. <laughs> Y'all completely over our heads. Yeah, but now it's hilarious because we know exactly what she's talking about. Are we going to have to put an E next to this, like, for explicit? I I feel like I feel like this episode might actually be um, considered explicit. Might be a little PG. Yeah. Given the rating of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're talking about a PG movie. Yeah. That's for public 
What does PG stand for? Oh, I have no idea. Parental okay. guidance? Parental guidance. Yeah, there yeah. we go. So, If you listen to this podcast, you probably don't have to have parental, parental guidance. <laughs> but whatevs. All right. Okay, so then the girls, after they're done getting ready, they head to the pavilion. Yes, where they dance. Or they want to dance. before they get there, they again are going through that very crowded street. <laughs> Where Jimmy Valentine comes up. Jimmy because, Valentine! Yes, because he, he's going to be at the Sun Fun Festival. Mm-hmm. Judging the Sun Fun Contest. Yes. Beauty Contest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And all that that entails. Yeah. Doesn't Buzz pass by him there and throw a condom at He him? throws a condom filled with water mm-hmm. at them. And again, young, I didn't, I'm like, what's a thing? Because she says, oh my God, it's, it's a, a thing. thing. I didn't know what it was. I'm like, it's a water balloon. I know. I thought it was a water balloon. It's a condom. No, it's a condom. Yeah. (laughs) Filled with water. (laughs) Or beer. It could have been beer. It could have been. Yeah. But then they go to the the pavilion. Everybody's dancing. Pudge is like She just wants to dance. Oh my gosh. And she says, why can't girls ask boys to dance? And I'm thinking in middle school, I was was all over like that. (laughs) Girl. You slapped, a a, you slapped, slapped a, boy a boy in yeah. fourth grade because he, he yeah, wouldn't dance he wouldn't. with you. Poor John. <sighs> <laughs> I love the part where Milena tells Pudge, the first person who comes over to ask you to dance, don't tell him yeah. yes. You don't want to look desperate. And so, y'all, <laughs> the very first one that comes over, she ends up dancing with. Milena does. Yeah, he says, would one of y'all like to dance? And Pudge says, no. And Melina says, I'd love to. <laughs> the exception proves the rule. <laughs> Dirty trick. Oh, Melina. Yes. Um, Luann gets accosted by some guy. <laughs> Who's, I think, called the Creeper. I think he's called the Creeper. I think so. In, in the, the credits. Yeah. That's hilarious. They're introduced to uh, some local girls mm-hmm. who are not very nice. They call them... They say something about, look at those boho hairdos. Yes. Their names, though, are Suet and Nadine. Suet and Nadine. Mm-hmm. With Big Bob. Big Bob. Big Bob. Um, yes. With Suet and Big Bob. And Milena, of course, gets her targets right there. And uh, she targets Big Bob. And mm-hmm. Big Bob kind of has an eye for her. Although it's kind of clear that he's with one of them. So they... Do like a limbo contest. Milena's doing the limbo, and the girl's like, Dance, dance on your butt, blondie. And trips her. Yeah, and then she says, My foot slipped. <laughs> and then she gives the eye to like Big Bob, and of course, the girl, Suet, is so mm-hmm. like, Oh, don't even be encroaching on my man. So things move forward, and it ends up that Milena goes off with Big Bob, mm-hmm. and Buzz. And Chip show up. And Chip show up. So before Milena goes off with Big Bob, Buzz dances with Carson. Mm-hmm. And he touches her. He does. And he, touches her, he touches her boob. Yeah, he touches her in an inappropriate place. And he's he, like, like, brushes it, though, y'all. Yeah. Like, he just kind of brushes her dress he off. He said she had something on a little thing there. <laughs> so he and Chip take Pudge and Carson off. He's like, we're mm-hmm. making, like, a tree and leaving. <laughs> 
So they all kind of leave and go their separate ways. Milena goes off with Big Bob. Chip and Buzz take Carson and Pudge off to go do whatever. And Luann's left behind. And with she's the creeper. With the creeper. And Who is wearing like a sombrero, y'all. Yeah, sombrero and glasses. And he says, hey, baby, let's twist. <laughs> So, she chases after all of them because she doesn't know where anybody's going. So, Chip, Buzz, Pudge, and Carson, they all go to, like, a drive-in type. Well, no. They go to the boardwalk. The boardwalk. Amusement park Yeah, thing. it's like yeah. an amusement park thing. They go there first. And Buzz takes Carson on a ride. And she wants to make sure it's not, This like, isn't scary. Yeah, it's is not it? scary. And she ends up throwing up. Mm -hmm. And then Chip, I think, wins this big green dog for yeah. Pudge. Yeah. And he... You kind of start seeing the bond form between Chip and Pudge. Mm -hmm. Like, they're already pretty good friends. And like, I'm going to tell y'all, Buzz is handsome. Mm -hmm. But Chip had my heart. Chip is adorable. I mean, through the whole thing. He, I love him. Yeah, he's a sweetheart. Another thing that comes up is, like, potatoes. Like, they reference potatoes a lot. Milena calls people sweet potatoes. Oh, yeah. Like, if she thinks that it's a cute, sweet guy, she says, oh, he's a sweet potato. Mm -hmm. Um, If it's not, like, a big thing, she calls it small potatoes. Yeah, it's just small potatoes. And we'll get into that a little bit later. So, there's this scene where... Buzz and Carson have went on the ride. She's gotten sick. So she's like in the drive through burger place or whatever. And it's like a true, um, what do they call them? Car hop. Car hop. It's kind of like, yeah, think yeah. of Sonic like exactly. back in the day. So Buzz is telling Chip and Pudge about this movie called The Hustler. And of course it's a real movie. It's, it's got Paul Newman in it. And honestly, I've never watched it. I need to watch it. But he's describing the scene, and I never really understood the significance of the scene. Mm -mm. Because Me either. And, I mean, still to this day, I don't quite get it. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like he, like he's describing the scene where Newman and the, the actress in the movie have this interaction, and he starts making out with her, but then he goes and gets a bottle of scotch and puts it under her arm and walks away, and... And Chip and Pudge are, like, eating this up. Right. They're, like, so enthralled mm -hmm. by his description of the scene. And I never yeah. really understood it. So if you have watched the movie, not The Hustler, but if you've watched Shag and... Maybe you know something that we don't. Or right. maybe you think something that we don't. The only thing that I can really think of in that is they weren't able to see that movie. And so it sounds like... It sounds sensational. Yeah. Because even afterwards, Carson's like, I was not allowed to see that picture show. Right. He says to Carson, I take it you didn't like The Hustler. And she says, I wasn't allowed to see that picture show. So mm -hmm. I don't know if she meant like she never saw it or she did see it, but she wasn't allowed to see it when she did see it. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I almost wonder like maybe the whole putting the bottle of scotch under the girl's arm Maybe as he was walking away, he expected her to follow him to oh, his, true. back to his room. Maybe. Scandalous. Again, I've never watched the movie, so we need to watch The Hustler at some true. point. So anyway, we cut to Milena <laughs> and Big Bob. And <laughs> do you want to talk about this? <laughs> She's, uh, when they cut to them, 
they are parking. She's saying, but I'm a Christian. It's against my religion. It's against my religion. So Big Bob is accosting Milena. She doesn't want to go that far. She's fighting him off. She's fighting him off. And her savior in this, <laughs> saviors, I guess, are Suet and Nadine, who yeah. drag her out of the car. And start spraying her with booze and uh, shaving cream. Shaving cream. And putting tissues all over her. <laughs> So it was kind of like an ambush. Poor Melina. So poor Melina, she kind of, I mean, she messed with the wrong crowd. And I don't know, like, I guess that was just some kind of way to get her, get her back. I Maybe. Don't know. I don't know. Big Bob, though, he, he looks like a little bit of a roughneck anyway. Yeah. It's like, so, yeah. So then switching back to Carson and Buzz, he apologizes to her. Tells her he didn't mean to make her go on that ride. He didn't mm -hmm. know she was going to throw up. And they, at the moment, gets heated. And she tells her, what but, she? Buzz yeah. calls Carson uptight and conventional. And calls marriage a legal form of prostitution. <laughs> and Carson then tells him that she doesn't believe in practicing free love. Who does? And he says, I do. <laughs> <laughs> and then he ends up kissing her. Yeah. Oh, she says, I don't want to talk to you anymore. And he says, well, we won't talk anymore. And That's then right. he kisses her. That's and right. it's like, oh. Oh, snap. Oh, snap. So and, that. And then Pudge and Chip end up dancing. Right. At the restaurant. At the restaurant. They end up After dancing. After he had swore he didn't, he didn't know how. Right. Another thing I wanted to point out, like, again, the continuity of the lines we hear when Suet and Nadine accost Milena when they're spraying her with shaving cream and putting tissues all over. Nadine says, this is the most fun. <laughs> That's right. I've forgotten about that. So throughout the movie, you hear that line. This is the most fun. And it's just, it's just one of those things. Like, yeah. You just it can't does. Help it but plays laugh. throughout. Yeah. So the next morning, skipping to the next morning, Buzz surprises Carson. He's taking her fishing. Chip surprises Pudge. She's like in her nightgown with curlers in her hair. And he's Eating at the window. Flakes. And she's like, ah! And so Buzz takes Carson fishing. Chip takes Pudge to the beach. And Milena starts practicing for the Sun Fun contest with her modern ballet. Just speeding things up a little bit. Luann catches her dancing provocatively. And with it's... With the, the flag. stars and bars. The stars and bars. With the flag. <laughs> Modern ballet is trashy. Yeah. So, she wants her to wear a mama's hoop skirt. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, Milena's having none of it. And Luann asks her if she'll at least consider her mom her one-piece bathing suit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because it's apparently a, a bikini contest, a bathing suit contest. So, we skip to, like, this really tender moment between Pudge and Chip. Because yes. Chip discovers this are you experienced quiz where it asks all these questions about what you've done with a boy or what you've done with a girl and and it's so sweet they they're each like when they're being questioned have like a towel over their yeah, head because they're super embarrassed it's super embarrassing and that's just like the cutest thing it is and then we have like this tender moment between um carson and buzz where 
you know, he talks about Harley being a trained seal and he doesn't think she's going to marry him. And she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And he wants her to rub sunscreen on his back and she's hesitant. It's so. the worst sunscreen job I've yeah, ever seen. Yeah, he's in my totally going to get burned. <laughs> But God, they were so tan in this movie. They were. they were like the tannest people. Both Buzz and Carson are like super, super tan. Super tan. It's like, man, I wish I had that tan. Anyway, so at the like the the climax of these scenes, Chip asks Pudge if she's ever gone all the way. Mm-hmm. And then um, at the same time, we see a cut to Carson and Buzz having a moment, and they're getting closer. They're getting very and... close. So it's just like a really sensual kind Mm -hmm. of like sweet, like lead up, lead up to that moment. So then we cut to the pageant, (laughs) the contest. (laughs) Poor Milena. She is in the, it honestly looks like a bathing suit you would buy like a three year old. Mm -hmm. It's like a sailor one piece with a little skirt. Mm-hmm. Bless her heart, y'all. It's very sophomoric compared to all of these Absolutely. women in their bikinis. She's very and, mature. And she gets there and is it Nadine that's in the pageant? Suet, I think. Suet is I in think the pageant. Nadine is the one with the like short hair. Weird hair. Okay. So Suet takes her towel or cover up off and she is wearing a Confederate flag. <laughs> Bathing or it's bath- a theme. bikini. It's yeah. a theme. It is. The it's, Confederate I mean, it's flags, South stars. Yeah. Yes. So there she is, and <laughs> Milena wants her bikini, y'all. Yeah. She's like, I want my bikini. I look like a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Milena. Yeah, everybody knew. <laughs> so Sue ends up doing well, Milena, I think, goes first and she does her little reenactment of Scarlett O'Hara. As God is my witness. As God is my witness. Did she have a turnip or a potato? I think it was a potato. She had a potato. She bit into the raw potato. Mm-hmm. And thank you, Shayna, by the way, for clearing up our Gone with the Wind reference. Yes. Ashley's wife was named Melanie. I knew it wasn't Emily, but it I couldn't think of Emily. what it was. So, so thank, thank you, you Shayna. For that. <laughs> Where were we? So she eats a potato. She does the As God is My Witness speech. Does that follow the modern ballet that Suet does? I think Suet's is after. Oh. I think. Now I'm not sure. We've I know. watched this movie like a hundred times. I know. And now I'm not and sure. I, I think it might be. Maybe she goes after. I don't remember. But Suet ends up doing modern ballet in her little Stars and Bars, Stars and bars bikini. bikini. Confederate flag. Yes. And you can tell she is the clear winner. She's the winner. Jimmy Jimmy Valentine is introduced. I don't know who the actor is that played him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. I think I forgot to talk about who Chip was, too. Oh. So, Jimmy Valentine is Jeff. I'm going to butcher his last name, y'all. Yager? Yager? Oh, okay. He was also in Mr. and Mrs. Smith. And what? He, yeah, he played, I think it was a small role. It was 40s man in Mr. and Mrs. Smith. And he was also Hoyt in Six Feet Under, the TV show. Oh, that was a pretty popular show. It was, yeah. yeah. And he also played Grayson Wells in Alias. Which oh, that I was, was a very popular show. I loved Alias, but yeah. I just don't recall him. And y'all, just so you know, Chip, probably the cutest boy ever, was Scott Coffey. 
And I literally, in my notes, put, be still my heart. Oh. He was my celebrity crush around the age of 10. Oh. <laughs> I said, I love Chip, even if he was a ginger. <laughs> he also played Ray in Some Kind of Wonderful. And Chris in Ellie Parker. And Randy Anderson in the Outsiders TV series. But I didn't recognize those. Yeah, I don't so. recognize those. Anyways, but he was a cutie patootie. He was. He was super cute. Okay. So, um, back to Jimmy Valentine. Back to Jimmy Valentine. Uh, he, he of course, chooses Suet as the winner of the contest. And Melena's super upset. And so she decides that she wants to get Jimmy Valentine over to the house. Mm-hmm. So, so she gets Luann and and Pudge and Chip to go out to his car and persuade him to come out to the house. Then once he comes out to the house, oh wait, 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 forgot. Harley shows up in the middle of the contest. In the middle of the contest. Harley is Carson's fiance. Yes. Yeah. Carson is horrified upon seeing Harley. And then Luann is sitting over there like, Harley, Harley. Harley. And she's waving her hands yeah. big. And so Carson and Buzz end up leaving. Yeah. They don't want to be around Harley. Because mm -mm. Carson's already on the edge, man. Yeah. She's, she's already got some cold for Buzz. Feet. Yeah. Yeah. Milena changes into some of... <laughs> she comes down the stairs and Luann says, those are my mama's clothes. <laughs> So, Milena is, is raiding Luann's mother, Mrs. Clatterbuck, raiding her closet. Mrs. Clatterbuck has some cute outfits. Yeah, like, that's a whole little midriff number. Yeah, so they get Jimmy Valentine over to the house, and Milena's, like, doing her little, I don't know. She's not really seducing him, but she's trying to warm up to him. Mm -hmm. And Jimmy Valentine's super excited because he never gets to go to parties, and they start dancing and and carrying on well he wants to leave jimmy valentine decides he wants to leave because it's really boring because nobody's over there it's not really a party it's I just thought it them. was interesting though how the camera did it because like they're dancing melena and jimmy valentine are dancing and melena is like eating it up she's oh, yeah. so excited and then like they turn and Jim Valentine is yawning. Yeah, he is like, like, this is boring. This is boring. I'm just dancing with a pretty girl, but there's no action. Um, and he says, I need action, baby. I dig it the most. <laughs> that is awesome. So Melina goes to Chip and she's like, we got to get some people over here. Don't you have any friends? <laughs> Poor <laughs> Chip. Poor Chip. So cut to like... A ton of people just starting to crash the house, <laughs> like invade the house. They have this cow trough. I think it's a cow trough. Real quick, I've got to cut in here, and I know that this is getting long, but this is hilarious to me because I'm like, oh my gosh, that's happened. <laughs> So, my poor cousin, like, my dad got called at, like, 3 in the morning by my grandma. We all live, like, very close together. And so, she called my dad to go <laughs> round up all of the teenagers. My poor cousin <laughs> was going to have just a little get-together at the rock pit. <laughs> no. Like, he invited, like, two people. 75 trucks later. <laughs> This 
is so relatable. But anyways. Anyways. Yeah, so... (laughs) I feel like we've all been there. Like, they're... Yeah. So, a ton of people show up. They bring... I think it's a cow trough. I might be mistaken. But it's a small trough. And they just start pouring in the liquor Mm. and the alcohol. And just madness ensues. So, in the meantime, before this happened, like... Harley had come to the house. He was looking for Carson and Buzz. Carson didn't want to see Harley, so she took Buzz off, and they went on Daddy's Little Girl, (laughs) the name of Senator Clatterbuck's yacht. Yeah, so they're on the yacht. And so we're having this huge wild party. People are getting drunk, and, of course, Milena is loving it. Jimmy Valentine's loving it. They're dancing. This is when, like, the Alley Oop song comes mm-hmm. on. and Perfect song for this. It's a perfect song. I love this song. And Chip and Pudge, again, their relationship is growing. They're having a good time. The two boho mean girls show up. They kick them out. And they beat her with a shoe. They beat her foot with a shoe. She's trying to stick her leg in the window. And They're Luanne trying to climb in leg. the window. Then they throw the shoe out the door and it hits that creeper guy in the face. <laughs> so Luann kind of has had, like, she just can't win. So she can't. She, she just finally gives up, gives up and yeah. starts drinking. And gives in, I should say. Because yes. she's been fighting this the whole time and true. she just lets loose. Very true. And uh, Meanwhile, Harley, this was... Long before the COVID. Oh, yeah. Because they're drinking out of shoes. Oh, they're drinking out of shoes. They're drinking, like, everybody's putting straws in that communal trough. And, (laughs) no. Yeah. So, Hartley's getting accosted by some women. Like, they're trying to undress him. Luann saves him. Mm -hmm. Air quotes saves him. They start dancing. And the party just kind of rages on. Meanwhile, in the boat, in the yacht, Carson and Buzz are kind of getting hot and heavy. I think the last line is, she's like, just don't tell anybody. Yes. <laughs> it's like, oh, man. <laughs> You're about to have your eyes open, girl. <laughs> so, we cut to the next morning. Luann and Harley almost kiss the night before, but Luann wakes up, and she looks up, and there's... <laughs> the house has been TP'd, toilet papered. She's like, oh my Jesus Lord. <laughs> Harley, I think someone's been here. I think someone's been here. It's like, you think. <laughs> so they're freaking out. Uh, the maid shows up. And I hate calling her the maid, but the, she was she the maid. She was the maid. <laughs> and so this whole running thing, like... They had mentioned Buzz before around Harley, and, and they didn't want Harley to know who Buzz was, so they said the bu- that Oh, Buzzy. Buzzy oh, the Buzzy, maid. the maid. So Harley runs into the maid, and he says, are you Buzzy? I <laughs> think he asked if she was fuzzy. Yeah, it sounded like he said fuzzy. Yeah, he said, are you fuzzy? She's, you shut your filthy mouth. Yes, yes. So she shows up because she's opening the house for the senator and his wife, who are coming by surprise. Yes. Luann didn't realize it, but they were there on their way. Mm-hmm. And so they're in a scramble. They start cleaning up the house, and they can't find Buzz. Chip says, well, you better start checking motels. They <laughs> say, oh, my God. <laughs> but cut to, like, Carson and Buzz, and they talk about the future. And, of course, Buzz talks about going to Yale and how crazy girls don't get into Yale. But she could come visit him 
visit him on the weekend. And she gets mad at him. No. He says, but not every weekend. But not every weekend. And she pushes him off the bed. Yeah. So she gets back to the house. And the girls hide her because she's still hiding from Harley. And she tells them, you know, spoilers again. If you haven't seen yeah. the movie, you've got to watch kind the of, movie. Yeah. We're kind of telling you everything. But you do need to watch the you movie. You do need to watch the movie. So, yeah. She talks about how they went all the way. Scandalous. Mm -hmm. And uh, then she talks about how she hates him. And <laughs> she talks about throwing Harley over. And Luann is, like, both fascinated and, like, horrified through this. Like, it's yeah. through this whole tale. Mm-hmm. So funny. So, for some reason, when Buzz comes in, because Harley shows up, mm -hmm. and he sees Carson, and then Buzz shows up, and they say that Buzz is Luann's boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And she says, he is not, and then he kisses her. Don't deny our love. Don't deny our and love. And the maid's watching, like, shaking her head. Mm -hmm. So then they're still cleaning up the house, trying to get ready, trying to scramble. Luann hatches a plan where Chip takes her parents to the Sun Fun Shag Contest. Because yes. there's a Shag Contest. By the way, Chip and Pudge are oh, supposed to be in the shag contest. Supposed shag to be in the shag contest. We kind of glossed over the fact that Chip had mentioned the night before that he was going to Annapolis. Yeah. And he was hoping to fall in love with a girl. But lucky him, he has Pudge, so he can just write to her instead. And breaks her heart breaks a little her bit. Heart. Oh my gosh. So she tells Melena. Pudge tells Milena about how much she loves Chip, and so Milena says, you know, there's only one way to get a guy like Chip. Look irresistible and act like you can't stand him. <laughs> so she gets all dolled up in this pretty blue dress. I love the mm -hmm. dress. and Makeup all done. Makeup all done. And Carson had mentioned something earlier that she needed to marry somebody because she was way out of control. She, yes. was, she was wild. They said, well, marry Buzz. He's a sweet potato. Mm -hmm. And she says, I wouldn't marry Buzz if he was the last man in the free world. Well, then Pudge uses that because Chip is trying to to talk to her. And he talked to her about the shag contest. And she says, I wouldn't shag with you if you were the last man in the free world. Yes. And it was so good. So he runs off. He goes to pick up Luann's parents. She's supposed to be going back with Luann and Milena. And they're all supposed to go back and to Spartanburg. And Pudge thinks that... She'll see him in a couple of minutes. Right. But she doesn't realize that he's left. Right. Milena decides to go off on her own. The manager comes up to pick up Jimmy Valentine. She realizes the manager is the one she should be going after, not Jimmy Valentine. Mm -hmm. The manager is the one with the power. Yeah, he so, makes a big deal about how much money he spent or got in Jimmy. Right, right. So she hatches the plan to go after the manager the whole thing ensues to them all showing up at the shag contest. But at it's the a, pavilion. At the pavilion. Yeah. At the pavilion. But it's a hilarious scene where Chip is driving the senator and his wife to the pavilion. Erratically. He's got the senator's suit on because they had to dress him up to look official. And he didn't have a suit of his own. So they gave him the senator's suit. And he's talking about how Pudge is treating him. Because he loves her, and he says, the minute the girl finds out you're in love with her, she treats you like a dirt ball. <laughs> I love that line. I love that line, too. And uh, he said, the senator's talking to him, kind of giving him advice, and he says, you know I have a tie just like that. <laughs> They're guests of the mayor. They're going to go judge the shag contest. Okay, so everyone 
winds up at the pavilion. Mm-hmm. Because Melena and Pudge leave in Luann's car. Mm-hmm. And again, Melena is dressed to the nines mm-hmm. in Miss Clatterbuck's black dress. Black Little black dress. dress. She's, yes. got the, she's got the LB. Gorgeous outfit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So her and Pudge leave in Luann's car. Luann sees them and Harley says, my T-Bird. T-bird. Yeah, my T-Bird can catch a Cadillac any day or something like that. Yeah. And so they end up following Pudge and Melena. And by they, I mean Carson, Carson Buzz, Buzz, Harley, Harley, and Luann. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so they all show up. And it's funny, when they get to the pavilion, they're running in there. Oh. And they've got each other by the hand. Like, it's. Carson and Buzz holding hands, and Luann and Harley holding hands, and then it's like suddenly they realize realize that they're not with the right people. Oh, (laughs) because because Harley and Luann had a moment at the party. He says, "Luann, how come we never talked before? I think you are really cool." (laughs) And then they both pass out on the couch, (laughs) but they almost kissed. They did. Yeah. So. And Luann is, like, hell-bent on Carson telling Harley. Yes. Because, obviously, she has feelings for Harley. she has feelings for Harley. And, of course, she's upright. You know, she's, like, go by the rules. Yes. Follow the rules. Be a good person. So, she wants her to tell. I feel like, on one hand, yeah, she has feelings for Harley, but she also believes in, like, let him go. Yeah, let, let him go. Him, yeah. Be a good southern woman. Tell the truth. But southern women don't tell the truth. <laughs> Shoot, no. So, so, I totally forgot about the Rocky and Bullwinkle thing uh, at the party. Okay, so we're doing a lot of flip-flopping, y'all. Yeah, And we sorry. apologize. But it's, again, I think we've seen this movie a million times. So many times. So, so we mentioned Bullwinkle at the beginning of this podcast, like, an hour ago. <laughs> So Them doing the fortune and yeah. Pudge's fortune. So during the party, Chip starts doing an impression of Bullwinkle. He says, hey, Rocky, watch me pull a rabbit out of my hat. <laughs> and she starts dying. She thinks it is hilarious. So it's just so funny it's that she fitting. had the fortune at the beginning. You'll marry Bullwinkle. And then Chip is doing an impression of Bullwinkle yes, at the party. it's perfect. I'm so sorry. I forgot to mention that at the... At the part where we were talking about the party. So, also, when we're backtracking. So, when Pudge and Melina get to the pavilion, Melina goes in. Mm -hmm. Like, they say their goodbyes. Melina goes in. But then Pudge realizes she left her bag. Mm -hmm. So, she parks the car and goes in. Right. And she sees Chip. Chip. And so, she goes up to Chip. And she's got the little... Numbers, numbers for them to yeah. be in the shag contest and they finally kiss and she Hallelujah. says hey rocky want to see me pull a rabbit yes. out of my hat yeah yes. it was just like the cutest thing it is so sweet yeah so then the other four come running into the pavilion mm-hmm. and carson sees them dancing them dancing pudge and chip yeah. which is amazing by the way yeah their little dance number is amazing so Carson walks in and sees them dancing, and she's just astounded. Hey, everybody, look at Pudge. Yes. Yeah. And Luann is horrified because her parents are there. Mm-hmm. And so she's trying to grab Carson, and Carson's like... They obviously know Pudge. Yeah. yeah. 
and why don't we tell them the truth that we just wanted to go to Myrtle Beach and go to wild parties and meet, meet boys, boys and dance. <laughs> and so Luann says, I'll tell my parents the truth if you tell Harley the truth. Mm-hmm. So, she does. She says she's in love with Buzz. Yes. And Luann has to pipe in and say, they they went all the way. They went all the way. And then, of course, Harley tries to punch out Buzz, but he ends up hitting a mirror instead. Mm-hmm. Sorry, we're like, again, telling you Everything. scene by scene of the movie. But it's so good. It is so good. And it was just the like the best scene with Pudge and Chip dancing. It is the sweetest thing. The song is amazing. It's Stagger Lee mm-hmm. by Lloyd, I think it said Lloyd Price. Yes. Yeah. If you like oldies music, that is the song for you. Truthfully, and fun. this whole soundtrack is like oh, yeah. the, it, I mean, it is amazing. Yeah, it's a wonderful soundtrack. They have such good songs in there. They do. So, we'll get on that in a second. Mm-hmm. But to wrap things up at the end of the movie, it kind of ends with all of them kind of discussing their future plans. Right. So, Melaine is with her manager. She, mm-hmm. she like, landed the manager, and he slaps her hand away from, like, some dessert or, or, something, or something, and gives her, like, a strawberry. I don't know. He gives her an apple. An apple to eat. Luann and Harley are talking about how she's never approved of tobacco use. And, and neither has he, actually. And neither has he. Chip t- is talking about his military plans. Mm-hmm. Wanting to go to California yeah. after, after basic training. And, and then what happens between Carson and Bud? He oh. asks her if she's got a winter coat. Yeah. What Bevo? do I want to go to New Haven for? Bevo. Bevo. So they call beers Bevo's. Buzz starts that. He's, yeah. He and so if Bevo's. anybody knows that reference, please let us know. Because we were talking about that recently. Bevo. Bevo. Yeah. Y'all forgot y'all beer. <laughs> But it is such a good movie, you guys. And it, it ends with them singing their alma, alma mater. mater. Yeah, yeah, it's great. So I'm going to just cover a couple of the songs that are on the soundtrack. It's The Shag by Tommy Page. Tommy Page, that name sounds really familiar. It does. Okay. I'm In Love Again by Randy Newman. Our Day Will Come by Katie Lang and the Reclines. Ready to Go Steady. By the Charmettes. Mm-hmm. That sounds familiar to me. Yeah. Like the, the name. Mm-hmm. Oh, What a Night by the Moonlighters. And then, what was the what was the song in the party again? Alley-oop, oop. Yes. Oop, oop, oop. Yes. Dinosaur. <laughs> That's all I remember. <laughs> I know. But it's great. So, yeah. if you like oldies, that is the soundtrack for you. Yeah. But anyways, guys, you've got to see this movie. I know we've basically told you everything. In fact, we've quoted, and it's about as long as the movie. Probably 80% of the movie (laughs) quotes. But it is so good and so worth the watch. So y'all give it a watch and let us know what you think. Okay. All right, guys. Thanks, guys. You have a good day. All right, bye.